Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This episode of The Apex and the Abyss contains graphic descriptions, audio, and language that may be unsettling to some individuals. Listener discretion is advised. Every once in a while when I'm researching a case, I will come across statistics that stagger me. For instance, according to a study done by the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, or NCADV, one in four women and one in seven men have been victims of a degree of violence by their partner. This could include such acts as beating or strangling, but nevertheless, some form of violence. According to the same study, over 20,000 phone calls are placed to domestic violence hotlines on a daily basis. These numbers were outrageous to me. How could so many people feel threatened or be victims of such abuse? It's heartbreaking to think that based on statistics, that in a room full of people, many of them have been on the receiving end of some sort of domestic abuse. Of course, there are varying degrees, but one does not outweigh the other. What can be done about it? Or better yet, what would make someone believe that striking someone down with words or a fist is the only solution to an issue? I think more often than not, many of the outbursts and situations that are correlated with these studies boil down to one thing. Control. I feel like I have been talking about this word a lot recently. Unintentionally, it just has been the forefront of many crimes I have come across. Someone loses control for an X, Y, or Z reason, and then they snap. The outcomes may be different, but it always boils down to the same thing over and over and over again. The story presented in this episode will be about the fear of losing power of the narrative, the fear of humiliation, the fear of looking less than adequate, and the loss of control. You're listening to The Apex and the Abyss, and this is the story of Yardley Love. 
The killing has shattered the idyllic calm of this campus nestled in the foothills of Virginia's Blue Ridge Mountains. And now we're learning more about what happened at this off-campus student apartment early Monday morning before an urgent call went out to police. A roommate found 22-year-old University of Virginia senior women's lacrosse player, Yardley Love, unresponsive in her room. Patrol officers arrived on the scene. It was quickly apparent to them uh, that this young lady um, was the victim of something far worse. There were uh, obvious physical injuries to her body. According to police documents, there was a pool of blood on her pillow. Love had a large bruise on the right side of her face, which appears to have been caused by blunt force trauma. Love's right eye had been swollen shut, and there were bruises and scrapes to her chin. Authorities have charged 22-year-old George Hughley, a player on the UVA men's lacrosse team, with first-degree murder in her death. A police affidavit says Hughley admitted to having fought with Love in the early morning hours Monday and told investigators he shook Love and her head repeatedly hit the wall. On May 3, 2010, 23-year-old college student Yardley Love was found by her roommate in their apartment. She was face down in her bed, surrounded by a pool of her own blood. The very same day, George Hughley, Yardley's ex-boyfriend, was arrested and charged with her murder. Before we dive into what happened between Yardley and George, we need to step back and go to the beginning. Court documents reveal Yardley Love and former boyfriend and fellow lacrosse player George Hughley had verbal and physical fights leading up to May 3rd. That's when Love was found murdered in her apartment. Police have fragments of an email they believe Love sent to Hughley relating to a fight between the two. The email fragments were extracted from Love's laptop, which was recovered from a trash bin where Hughley told police he had dumped it. The affidavit also says one of Love's sorority sisters told police she saw a fight in which Love hit Hughley with her purse in Hughley's apartment. Hughley told police that he kicked in Love's bedroom door, shook her, and her head hit the wall several times. He's being held without bond. His lawyer maintains the death was accidental. On July 17, 1987, John and Sharon Love welcomed their beautiful daughter, Yardley Reynolds Love, into the world. The family was from Baltimore, Maryland, but would eventually move to the Cockneysville, Maryland area. In 2003, Yardley's father John would sadly pass away after a battle with prostate cancer. The Love women, despite their sorrow, persevered with the strength that each of them possessed. Yardley was a bright student at Notre Dame Prep and during her time there, she played for the lacrosse and field hockey teams. She excelled at both sports. After high school, Yardley was accepted to the University of Virginia. There she majored in government and had a minor in Spanish. Yardley thrived at college. She continued playing sports and was a valued member of the UVA's women's lacrosse team. She was also a member of the Kappa Alpha Theta sorority. On the other side of this story, there's George Hughley who was born on September 17, 1987, in Washington, D.C. His parents would divorce when he was in his young teens. However, despite the broken family, George did not do without. He lived a lavish lifestyle in an expensive home and seemingly got anything he ever wanted. No was not a word that he seemed to know all too well. Later in his life, he too was a lacrosse player, and he was also the quarterback of his high school's football team. He would be known in high school as a playful prankster with a happy attitude. 
However, despite his well-to-do upbringing, George's edges were slightly rougher than Yardley's. He would have a handful of run-ins with the law, such as an alcohol possession charge in 2007, and then the following year he would be arrested for public drunkenness and resisting arrest. Hughley was so aggressive during this event that police actually had to tase him. Yardley and George would meet while playing sports in college. The pair would date off and on for two years. They both were popular amongst their circles and well-liked, but together, things were testy to say the least. Those who were close to the couple would state that they constantly fought and that George had a tendency to be violent, especially when he had been drinking. During one particular fight, George is said to have attacked another player on his lacrosse team because he walked Yardley home from a bar one night. In another instance, while the pair were at a victory party for winning a lacrosse game, George had pinned Yardley down and began to strangle her. He was pulled off of her and Yardley, along with a few of her friends, left to get away from him. After this fight, Yardley would tell her friends and family that she was done with George. Her mother even urged her to file a restraining order against him. Yardley would not do anything of the sort or press charges against him. In fact, the pair would be seen together around campus. Perhaps it's just because they ran in the same circle of friends, or maybe because they were trying to reconcile the tensions between them. It seems as though George could not fathom the thought of Yardley wanting to leave him. He was an all-star athlete, intelligent, and on his way to success. If anyone was going to leave this relationship, it would be him, and it would be after they graduated from college. George had a very, if I can't have her, then no one will mentality. Yardley was sick of George and his behavior. There's no type of excuse for physical, mental, or emotional abuse in a relationship. Towards the end of April of 2010, George and Yardley would get into yet another fight. Some would state that the pair had been officially broken up at this point, but the timeline gets slightly muddled when it comes to that occurrence. As late as May 1st, Yardley would mention to George's mother that everything was fine between them. Most likely, this was to avoid having to go into detail about what was going on between the two of them. The arguments, the violence. I don't know many people that would want to tell the mother of the person that they're dating that he had struck her or done something to harm her. Either way, the pair would get into a verbal argument while at a friend's house, and Yardley would begin to strike George with her purse. During the altercation, Yardley would drop her cell phone and camera at the house that they were at. Yardley would then leave but would reach out to George via email to ask if she could have her belongings back. George's responses to her emails were alarming. They were riddled with accusations and death threats. One email in particular said, I should have killed you. George said this in reference to Yardley allegedly having sex with a mutual friend of theirs after the pair had broken up. Yardley would respond saying, You should have killed me? And George would tell her that they should meet up and talk that night. May 2, 2010 was a normal day for Yardley. In the afternoon, she went to brunch with two of her girlfriends and then returned to her apartment to do schoolwork. Graduation was in a few weeks, and every senior knew it was crunch time. George was at a golf outing during most of the day on May 2, eventually going out to dinner with his father and friends. According to those who were with George, a majority of that day say that he was drinking the entire time and at the dinner, to the point where he was drunk. Eventually, George would make his way back to his apartment after dinner. 
It has been reported that he was sending sexually explicit texts to a few of his female friends, all of which were pretty much ignored by the recipients. After a few hours of schoolwork, Yardley went to the bar with her friends and stayed there until about 10 p.m. that evening. Yardley would return home around this time and have a quiet evening in. Her roommate decided to go back out to the bar, allowing Yardley to have the apartment all to herself. Somewhere between 11 and 11.40 p.m., George Hughley would leave his apartment, which just so happened to be two houses down from Yardley's residence. By 11.50 that evening, Yardley Love's downstairs neighbor heard a loud crash coming from upstairs and then saw a man leaving the apartment. Around midnight, George Hughley is seen at his apartment, where he went to bed and didn't indicate to anyone where he had been or who he had been with. Around 2 a.m., Yardley Love's roommate would return to their apartment. The door had been kicked in, and she would find Yardley baggered, laying face down in her bed, surrounded by a pool of blood. Her roommate called 911, and when paramedics arrived, they attempted to revive her for about 20 to 25 minutes, but then they declared Yardley Love deceased. When homicide detectives were called to the scene, Yardley's roommate would give them George Hughley's name and address. By 7 a.m., George Hughley would be picked up by detectives for questioning. He, allegedly, was under the impression that he was there for assaulting Yardley. What I might do, I might take a little few notes here and stuff as I'm talking to you. And, um, first of all, I just want to kind of get a little background on you, if that's okay. Um, you're a UVA student, obviously. How long have you been a student? It's my fourth year. Fourth year? Oh, okay. Long time there. How long have you lived where you live right now? For two years. For two years? Okay. And you play lacrosse? Yeah. How long have you been playing that? Since I was very old. Mm -hmm. At school for four years. Okay. All right. Um, do you work anywhere? No. You don't work anywhere at all? Okay. Where do you get your support from? Family? Yeah. Um, let's kind of start. I'm going to kind of ask you some questions and like I said, we'll explain things a little bit later. Detectives would begin by asking George what he did the previous day. Tell me about your day yesterday. Played golf with um, our parents. It was a, uh, a father-son. Uh, good event. I mean... Where was that at? At um, Wintergreen. Wintergreen. Mm -hmm. Okay. I went to dinner with my dad and my two buddies. Where was that? We got you. I went to see you now. Okay. Um, and then uh, went home, went to the bar for like a little while. And right, what time did you go out to eat? The golf event had to ended at five ish, so we were probably back at that was probably seven thirty with dinner. Okay. And uh, then went home, drank a few beers. When like had um, I went to the bar for a little while. I went to Boiler Boiler Heights. Oh, okay. Um, then I went over to talk to Yardley, and who's went, Yardley? Yardley is my former girlfriend. Okay. It's this whole thing about which I understand, but when I went over to talk to Yardley, I I like was like Yardley, and she was like already like totally freaked out because of what 
she did this past like a few days ago and she we hadn't talked since i was just gonna go talk to her mm -hmm. and she was already like oh like freaking out like you know you can't go make a game and i was like i'm like just trying to talk to you and like she like started being like like getting like all like you know like really like defensive against it because the week before she came into my apartment and like attacked like and started striking me and i like was like all right you gotta leave and like had my roommate's girlfriend finally be like all right you like take her out of there because of this so when i when i went in to talk to her because literally they've been away we've been away when we talked to her she was already like on the defensive edge and like i was like listen i'm not here like i'm just here to talk to you and she like got all like like sat up like her bed's against the wall like if it was in this corner she was like up against the wall and i was like like we were sitting there talking and like she started being like like you know like getting like all like aggressive after this and so i was like all right like chill out like and shook her a little bit and she started being like like freaking out and i was like listen i'm not like here to do anything i'm here to talk to you about everything that's ensued in the past week and and she was like and like sort of like being like no 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 like hitting her head like like stop like like she's in the corner i was yelling about i was like stop like and i was like we were like what the hell like we were just gonna talk and like it was not at all like a good conversation because that's like she was already like freaking out with just even seeing me, just even seeing me there. Okay. What happened next? What happened next? And she just kept hitting her head against the against the wall while she was sitting on the bed. And I was like, I grabbed her and I like shook her. I was like, stop! Like we need to, like and looked at her. I was like, we need to like talk about this. And, like. I mean, I was on holding her arm and stuff, but like, I, I never struck her. I never like hit her, hit her like in the face or anything. I was just like, we need talking. She was so like, she was so like, oh, I mean, what's the word? Like, you know, like, like flopping a fish out of the water. Like, like, so like all this, all because of what happened last week. And I was like, listen, like, I'm not here to like, fight with you or like do anything like here talk to you and like and she's like no no, no like get away from me all this like and being and like and like that's what happened like i laughed like she was in her bed i think her nose was bleeding a little bit but she was in her like when i left she was like still in her bed like and then the, actually she may have at one point she got on the floor and we and we were talking uh, we were like and she was still like fighting actually no she went over to her desk where the desk is and she was like you have to leave you have to leave you have to leave you have to leave, you have to leave like all this stuff and i was like all right like fine like but like i want to talk to you after all this and and like i was i was like a little bit persistent because of the situation you know my former girlfriend who something happened last week you know and i was like all right like well so we were like talking over there and i mean i somehow we ended up 
somehow I was resting on her own floor, and I was just like, stop, I just, like, and I was holding her, but I was never, I never struck her or anything, and I think that might have been when her nose started to bleed, actually, it was when I was holding her on the floor, being like, listen, like, I'm, like, you came intact with that, like, I wanted to talk to her about, you know, everything, because I got on the, like, whatever, like, text messages, like, from her and all this stuff, and so that's when I was, like, holding her, but not, like, not, like, forcefully, and then, and then, you know, she, then, I guess, that's when her nose body started to bleed, it was when, like, it, it, like, it, like, rolled like that, like, her face on the ground, and her nose started bleeding, and then, and then the conversation I could tell was just, like, it was not going anywhere, and nothing was happening. George kept referring to an incident that happened the previous week between him and Yardley. The detectives pressed him further on this. For your, she came over to my apartment mm-hmm. at on. Let, let me let me stop it there real quick. How long y'all been dating? For two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, two and a half years. Okay. All right. Now. Start with that last week. So Did y'all break week, up last week? We broke up like a month ago, but it'd been like talking and like, you know, hanging out and stuff. What'd you break up and for? Because we broke up because she wanted to, but like, was because she wasn't really sure about all this because we we're both like graduating, you know, and she wants to move to New York and I want to move like to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, we don't really know. And she was like, you know, sort of unsure about all of this. So we broke, so she was like, sort of like broke it off like slightly over like, you know, period of time. Like, hard. Right, well, like we shouldn't hang out anymore, did it? But we're still hanging out and everything. And then calling the week ago, she goes down to, she went down to Carolina and like, I don't know what happened there, but she told me what happened, which was like, which was that Wednesday night. She sends me text message like, oh, I'm so glad, like, I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm so glad, like, I fucked so-and-so, you know, and so I didn't respond to that. I was like, whatever, like, She said she fucked somebody? Is that what you just said? I hooked up, fucked, like, same, okay. same thing. So I didn't even respond to that. Those were, like, text messages. And he, so I was like, Brian, like, to my roommate, like, look at this, like, this is fucked up. And didn't even respond. So I went to the bar, like, saw her at the bar, actually. And she's, like, all, like, you know, like, fucked up. So I was talking to uh, a buddy, and um, we were at, and, and, like, she comes over. It was, like, my buddy, like, didn't, whatever, didn't even bother. And then I'm at home on my sofa. And she comes in the door like this, two of um with the same body with the same body as mine, the same body that was there earlier, and two two girls that were visiting, deciding if they wanted to come here to school or not. And she walks in the door, opens the door, and comes over and just starts hitting me in the face. And I like got up and I was like, stop, like, like, you know, like, get off of me, like, leave me alone, like, like, you, you can't, like, do this, you can't just, like, start doing this, like, and then I had to basically get my roommate, 
girlfriend who is friends with my girlfriend. I was like, yo, Liz, like, calling for her from the kitchen, like, get her out of here. Like, never, like, touched her, never struck her. I was just like, listen, like, you have to, like, stop hitting me. And she wouldn't stop and she kept calming, kept calming. So that happened. So I was going over there to talk to her last night on Sunday and, like, and that was the reason why I was going over there to talk to her. At this point, the detectives wanted to get down to what would cause George to go over to Yardley's apartment that late at night and why he would kick down the door so violently. Her front door was open. Her room door was closed. I knocked, like, like Yardley, like, she heard me open the door and, and went in. All right. Went in where? To her room. All right. Straight to her bedroom? Straight to her bedroom, yeah. I mean, how'd you get through the door? Her door, the mm-hmm. front door. Her door. Actually, it might have been locked. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Just, just be honest with you. Yeah, no, yeah, it was actually it was locked. Yeah, because yeah. I think I put a hole. Yeah, you punched door. a hole through the door. Pretty sure, actually, now. Yeah, that okay. you said that. Yeah. All right. What? Sure. Why did you do that? Because I won't talk to her because mm-hmm. like, she's sent, been sending me like emails. Was she like, telling you to leave emails. or? Well, I, I guess, yeah, when I, once I was in her room, she was like very like, you know, like, or like, I don't want to talk to you, like all this stuff. Like, you know. The, what was she wearing? She was, what was she wearing? She, I think she, she was in her bed. She was in her underwear and t-shirt. Okay. All right, so I you never get in there, she's in her. Okay, I, 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 okay, I'm not saying you do that. I'm just trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, no, I understand, okay. but, like. All right, so she's in her bed, T-shirt, underwear, you say? Yeah. Okay. Light on, light off? Light off. I'm pretty sure she was, like, this was, like, around probably, I want to say, like, 1245 ish Okay. So she was, like, probably, she was, like, either asleep or, like, you know, doing something. And so I went in there to talk to her, and... And she was very, like, you know, very on edge, like, I don't want to talk, like, I don't want to talk, like, uh, you know. Okay. I was like, listen, like, you, what you pulled last week was outrageous. Like, I just want to talk to you. Like, Why'd you push her to it? Because I want to talk to her. All right, we'll continue on. That's fine. Continue on. So you're you're talking to her. She doesn't want to talk to you. Not really. I mean, and we, I mean, we talked though. We, like there was parts where we were talking, and then like. Do you know what was, you're talking about? I mean, about so many different things. Okay. Like what? Like, like what she did last week. Mm-hmm. Like went to like Carolina. How she attacked me. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. The, the, like, like she went to Carolina and hooked up with someone Sunday when we were still trying to figure out things. Came over, attacked me on Tuesday, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just sitting like, and I was over there like, like to talk, like I was like, this is like, this is outrageous. Like, I mean, and because I was trying to make everything better, and and then like, you know. And then all of this happens, and then she comes in and attacks me, and I'm like, and to the point where my my roommate's girlfriend has to like take her out of there. Okay. So, Let us go back to you're in her room tonight. Yeah, last night. Last yeah, night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so so she's like in the corner for beds, like 
the throw bed would push all the way back like in the corner like you know like and she and I, I'm pretty sure that she she was very defensive because she knew like how upset I was because I've told her like through emails like how upset I was like about what she did and about Tuesday night of her like coming in and starting to strike me and so I was like and I sat on the edge of it I was like listen like I want to talk to you like like what you did was bullshit like I was that's not like okay like, you're pretty upset pretty angry um yeah I, was, I mean I was I, I was more like emotional than I would say angry okay you're hurting and I was just like I, like and and she's like uh, like not like like you know she's like uh, like you know sort of pushing everything that she did to the back burner and like talking about like like you know like like trying to like put everything that she did like wasn't important and and like you know we talked and she like kept getting like and then she kept saying things like oh well like you know like I mean what do, she was saying stuff like oh like, I don't trust you like or stuff like that and I was and like and it got it kept going to the point where she like I was like listen like Nora like we have to figure like out what's going on. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not, talk, I'm not talking to you. And then she was like, push me, like, get out of here. Like, like, go. And I was like, no. And like, I was like, be like, we have to talk. Like, so like, get like. When, when, you're, when you're doing that, what, what are you holding on her? On her arms. On her arms, like maybe up here? Like shoulders, yeah. Shoulders. Like, 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 like okay. yeah, like, like, never like, str never like, you know, I mean, if I could like. Sure, you are. No, I'm sorry. I know, I know. But like, 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 arms. like, come on, like, you know, and see, that's when she was like, wiggle and like, like, get away and like, you know, like, hide in the get in the corner, like, really, like, aggressive, like, defensively almost. And then we like wrestled on the ground the same way, her nose started bleeding. And and then I was and then she ended. I think she was back in bed, and I was and I left. I was like, oh, this is the, not going anywhere. How'd she get back in bed? Uh we were like wrestling, and we stood up, and I I tossed her, I pushed her onto the bed. I was like, go to bed. Like I'll talk to you later. I put, I, yeah, I'm like, I didn't like throw her, but like mm -hmm. we were like standing up at this point after we wrestled on the ground. She had like a bloody nose. Mm -hmm. and I was like, go, you, uh, go to bed. Okay. And you kind of tossed her on the bed and you left. Yeah. Okay. Did um did you go back and check on her at any point? No, I did not. Okay. Did you uh, uh did you touch her neck area at all? Did you choke her at one point? Um I may have grabbed her a little bit by the neck mm -hmm. when we were like but I never like strangled her. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, during the whole like commotion, you know, like I, you may have, I might have grabbed her neck, but I never was, never was like strangling her. Okay. All right. Apparently after George's fit of rage, he would grab Yardley's laptop, most likely in a panic because he didn't want police or anyone to see the email exchanges between the two of them the last few days. Little did he realize that there would be other ways to obtain these exchanges. And also, other people read the emails and text messages between the two of them. 
You said you got there about 1245, is that right? I think so. You think? Okay. Around that area. Why do you think it's that time? Just because, you know, I went to dinner around 7.30, I think. Okay. And went home for a while, then went to the bar for a bit. So, I, I mean, that's just my... Kind of estimate, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not... Did you, um, did you call her and let her know you were coming or text her or... No, because she says she lost her phone the night that she came over to my apartment. She says it's my apartment, but it's not. So she doesn't have a phone. Okay. So I did not call her or text her. What, uh, how long do you think you were at her apartment when you were there? Like, between, like, around, like, eight minutes. I mean, like, mm -hmm. Not long? I mean, no, not, not eight, eight to ten minutes. Okay. Right. Was anybody else there? Just the two of you? No, her roommates weren't there, actually. Okay. Excuse me. Um, okay. Did, when, when you left her apartment, did you take anything with you? No. Nothing she at all? Bad. All right. All right. Because, um, I, I think we're not, her, her laptop is missing, I guess. Did you grab it for any reason? Oh. Uh, yeah, I did actually. You did? Okay. Is it at your apartment? Yeah, okay. somewhere in my apartment. I can okay. give it to her. Why'd you grab your laptop? Because I was so pissed that she wouldn't talk to me. I was like, I don't know. I like took it almost as like collateral, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's, it's not reasonable logic, but. Right. Okay. I don't know. Did you take anything else besides the no, laptop? No. Nothing? Okay. No. I mean, All right. So when um, when you left out of there, I mean, you saw that she was bleeding on her nose. Did, mm -hmm. did you try to call rescue or anything to make sure she's alright? No, I did not. No. Why? Uh, I didn't think it was like, in, I didn't think that she was like in need of like going to the emergency room. I she just got I mean a blood. Why do you think that? I don't know. I mean, I, I did, did you say when you were? And correct me if I'm wrong, when you were shaking her, her head was hitting the wall? Well, that was in the beginning. That was initially when I walked in, like, she was, like, on the corner, like, so get, like, get out of here, like, you know, like this. Mm -hmm. but, at, at any time when you were shaking her, did her head bang the, the wall? Did, did you, like, mm -hmm. shake her into the wall? I know you already said you didn't punch her and stuff. And, no, and I, mean, I wasn't, like, like <laughs> throwing her into the wall. Like, I mean, we were sitting on her bed, which is against the wall, and I was, like, like, and I was, like, like, you're, like, and, like, I mean, maybe, like, I wasn't hitting her against the wall, but, like, when she's, like, sitting there in the corner, mm -hmm. I'm, like, if it were, it were like, like this, and I'm, like, you're, like, you know, and I, I mean, like, 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 what the fuck was that about? Like, that, that's such bullshit that you, like, do that. Like, you know, I mean, possibly. I was like, you know, it's, it's such a, like, bullshit move. Like, what, what, what like, you know, like, everyone, like, can't, what are you, like, doing? Like, like that. Like, okay. She, she has a pretty good knot on her head. That's why I'm asking how uh, that, how, how you can explain how that would have happened. I mean, I don't even know when that, a knot. Mm -hmm. I mean, like on, on the side of her head, she's been hit pretty good right there. So I'm just trying to figure out, did you hit her with something? No. Was that no, I never, I never, never touched her or struck her or anything. Well, you touched her, you had your hands on you know, her. I, yeah, no, I, I said never struck her. Okay. Never, never, never at all, like, 
Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why, why she's got a black eye and why she's got a big lump right there. I mean, we were, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You've never I, hit her. Yeah, I don't know how. With anything. So she's got them. So, okay. Okay. All right. And then that's how this got. All right. Um. So you, you, I'm going to go through this one more time, make sure we're on the same page. So you're, you're pretty pissed at her from a week ago for sending you those text messages. Do you have those text messages where she says she, uh, as you put it, fucked somebody? I actually might have those, yeah. All right. You got your phone with you? Yeah. And let's, let's pull it out and go through it. Let's see if we can see those. <clears throat> we didn't say them. They were, they were like, I guess what you call it, like, uh, one of these. Which is like a, an ongoing conversation, an ongoing like it's a message and it's gone. Okay. I'll leave that one. I don't leave that right in front of her. All right. Um, I mean, I'm sure you're emails that say she hooked up with someone. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay. lying about Did that. you have a home computer or laptop? Yeah. Okay. Is that where all the emails are? I mean, just keep getting to one out. Uh, Actually, they're deleted off here. I can get to them though. Okay. Alright, that's, that's, that's fine right now. Um, so last week, y'all kind of broke up a while back. It's kind of been, you're still been talking. Yeah, last yeah, week, you get, you get pissed because you send you a text. So last night, you go over there wanting to talk. Let's talk about how you, you entered. entered. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Because to put your, to have put your fist, through the door. No, I, it's actually my leg. I'm pretty sure. Because that's why my leg's like this. Yeah, you're right. Your leg. Yeah. How'd you get all the bruising on your hand then? This is all from lacrosse. This is all. That's this, pretty fresh right there. Looks. This is all from my lacrosse game on Saturday. On Saturday. I mean, I my arm, you can see where my arm pads are. Mm -hmm. Right here, my gloves are right here. And that's Even right there, I thought you, you wore those padded gloves. This is lacrosse. all. This is all the difference. This is all from lacrosse. One hundred percent. This is where my arm pads are. My glove mm -hmm. is here. This is all tanner because it's because that's where it gets sawn compared okay. to where my legs like the difference in color and and that's I got whacked here. I remember one hundred percent got whacked during the game when I was trying to end, like kill the clock. Mm -hmm. When when you had her on your shaker, did she scratch you anywhere? No. No? No. She's a little girl. She's tiny. Yeah, she did not know. She didn't, she didn't she try to hit you or anything like that? No. Okay. So you, you kick in the door. Yeah, and that's, the, that, that, that's how I got to Yeah. Okay. And then I stuck my hand through and unlocked it and went in there. And okay. everything else was for you. Right. What was she saying while you're kicking the door? I mean, did you get, just go straight kick or did you knock first? No, I knocked first. I was like, you're going to let me in. And she was like, and I think she was like, she said something that was, that was, I remember that was like, I just don't remember exactly what it was, but I just remember saying to you, saying something or like whispered some shit or like, I don't know. And I was like, all right, well, but she knew because I sent her emails, I sent her like, Six emails recently that was like, we need to talk. I'm coming over to talk to you. Okay. And like, 
and she did actually actually didn't respond to those past two when I've told her, and she, or she said something like, "Like fuck you, I'm not talking to you." Like something along those lines. Right. How much did you have to drink tonight? Last night. Um, I had probably four, four or five beers on the golf course. Mm-hmm. And that was earlier in the day, though, right? That was earlier in the day, and I had. Two glasses of wine at dinner, and then like, like three more years afterwards, and like three more years, three about like afterwards. I probably after dinner, I probably had like five years combined. Okay. Um, did you smoke any weed? No. Any other drugs? No, yeah, Nothing. No. What were you wearing? I was Shorts and t shirt. That? No. No. What did shorts and t shirt look like? They are on my floor of my room. Mm-hmm. They are cargo shorts and a t shirt. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay. What color are the cargo shorts? Blue. And t-shirt? I think white, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I mean, a white t-shirt. All right. All right, All right. we've been through what else happened. Where, when did you leave? Right after you went out the front door? Yeah. Where'd you go? Home. Straight home? Yeah. Talk to anybody? No. Call anybody? No. Call, you said she didn't have a phone, right? She doesn't have a phone at all. Her phone at your house? I leave the name every for her phone, and my roommate's girlfriend is looking for a phone. We have no, it's not in our apartment. Okay. So, um, did you pick up her computer on the way out of the bedroom, right? Yeah. Anything else did you take? No, Nothing. not. So what did George do with the computer? Where are we going to find the computer at? The computer is, I mean, the dumpster, maybe. So you threw her computer in the dumpster? Yeah, the one right by 14th Street. The one, no, not, not the one right by 14th Street. It's, it is the one right by the, the point. By the point? There's an apartment called, called the point, yeah. And I, on the way home, I tossed it in there. Walked over there, tossed it in there, and walked home as well. Okay. That's where the computer is. All right. Did you toss anything else in there that we need to know about? Okay. So what do you do once you get home? I just went to bed. Anybody else home? No. No? No, no, no. You just went to bed, and then we show up? Yeah, I went to bed, and you show up. You take a shower or anything like that? No. No? Okay. No, nothing. 
And uh, did you happen to look at the clock before you lay down? No, I did not. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know what time. I mean, I wasn't paying the time, you know. Right, right. Okay. To change up the situation, the other detective that had been sitting in on this interrogation began questioning George. I, I know we, we touched about what, uh, what happened last night, but set it up for me, lead it up to me a little bit here. Why did you guys break up exactly? Why? Why? Yeah. Well, we are not, we are not from the same area. Right. And I'm going, or she wants me to New York, and... I'm not exactly sure where, what I'm doing yet, but I'd like to move to San Francisco. And um, so we've like been like talking about this. She found like a text message in my phone from another girl, and that, and then like we broke up because of that. Kind that of, was like, it. Sort of like on, on like uh, ongoing mm -hmm. like type deal. Because it's funny that you mentioned putting your hands around her neck and holding her back that way. Is there another reason why you two broke up? Any arguments? Any any past physical violence? Um, okay, be, that because keep in mind before we talk to you, we talk to other people too. No, I was you know, you know okay. I mean, I mean that night that she found the 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 text messages in my phone, I was like, I don't know. I was that night. I was more drunk than I've probably ever been. Right. And she did the same thing. Like you know, like sort of like yelling at me and like hitting me while I was drunk and I, I actually laid on her and like held her, like detained her kind of. And she ended up like leaving, but that, that happened that night. How did you detain her? I mean, sir, like that night I was... Did you let go over yourself or did other people have to come and get you off of her? Uh, I'm not, you know, I don't, I really don't remember that night. At all, not at all, no, not at all. So maybe because you, you maybe you smothered her a little bit that night, maybe you choked her a little bit. No, I don't think I choked her. She never said I choked her. She said I I laid on her and held her. Right. And like and like, how did how did you lay down on her? She, she said I literally like laid on her. Was she face down and you laid on top I, of her? Or? I don't even know. We like like we've hung out since that night. Like. A bunch of times, like actually probably a dozen times since that night, right. and we haven't really talked about that. But since that night, like she's never said that like I was choking her or anything. She said I literally like laid on her and like kind of like didn't you know, let her. She's choose. about what 105, 110 pounds soaking wet. You're yeah, almost double her size. Yeah, probably. You, you don't think that would maybe be enough to take the breath out of her if you're laying down on top of her? I mean, I never, th I never thought about it like that. Right. But I never like, I never like. Right. Well, yeah. We we never mentioned anything to her, you know, to her face, and you, you constantly bring it up that you didn't punch her in the face. No, I we, we never even asked you that question. I know. I mean, did, did, I you, mean, maybe, did you maybe, I mean, did you maybe at least smack her? Hey, no. snap out of it or something like that. No. no What's wrong with you? I did not. No, Nothing like not, that. I never. No. I mean. I'm in here for a soul charge. Right. That's why. I, no, I, I, mean, I never told you you were. Yeah, we had said, any warrants on you. Right. I know, but so someone said we're right here now. for an, okay. an assault investigation. Right. Have you ever threatened any harm to her? No. No. Why'd you take her computer? 
her nose started bleeding, like wrestling around, and that's when her nose started bleeding. Was it pretty noisy when you all were wrestling around? No, I mean. Was she screaming? No, 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 she wasn't, no. She was not screaming, actually. I mean, if I'm cracking cracking my head in the wall, I'm gonna be saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, she was not screaming. She should have been. Probably, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Why do you think she should I don't know. I mean, well, she was screaming when I first, like, came into the room. She was like, no, like, I'm not talking to you. Like, get the fuck out of your room and all that. But, like, that was that. When, um, at any point before you said you, you, and this was your words, you said you tossed her on the bed and then you left. Yeah. All right. At any point. Before that, did she lose consciousness? No. Okay. What happened after you tossed her on the bed? Did she move? Talk about, say something? I mean, I literally tossed her on the bed and turned around. Tossed her on the ground or tossed her on the bed? bed. And walked out the door. Okay. Did she have on, did she still have her her t-shirt on? At that point? Yeah. Did that get ripped Uh, off? She, yeah, I mean, she never. She only had a t-shirt on the entire time. Okay. She never had her. She was never not unclothed. All right. So you didn't sexually assault her, no, 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 no. Okay. I, I, I'm I sorry. I know. I, I know you have to. Sorry. Okay. I apologize. All right. So but when you tossed her in her bed, was she on her back or on her stomach? I mean, I think she was on her back. I'm not sure. I mean, okay. I was like, you know. We, we, I asked you earlier about the, the light. Is she because if she's kind of in bed and maybe the lights were off, were the lights on? And did you turn them the on? The lights were... <clears throat> for you to be able to see... The lights were not on. No. How did you see the blood and stuff coming from her nose? Because her, she's got a big bay window mm-hmm. right by her room, and there's lights from the parking lot. Okay. That, it's, I mean, it's not it's not hard. It's easy to see. Okay. So when you tossed her back on the bed, in, in your mind, she's she was um, bleeding? But you said she was bleeding out her nose, and and you didn't you didn't feel like you needed to call rescue. No. After that, after banging her head and no, she, I, shaking I, her, I, and blood coming out her nose on the floor. No, I mean it was. A, let, let me ask you this: Where did you? Um, and you've been honest so far, so there's really no reason not to to lie about anything. But uh, when you left out there, were you kind of like she got what she deserved? Is that why you no, call 911? No, 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 no. It wasn't about that for me. Mm-hmm. It was about going to talk to her. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about yeah, like you missed anything that no one asked me now. There's nothing mm-hmm. about like going going to get anything or going, you know. I don't know why I took a computer and that was irrational. Mm-hmm. But that was like my collateral almost, if you could look at it like that. I mean, I guess that's where my logic was at, but that was, which is. Up until this point, it would appear that George believed he was there because he assaulted Yardley. But detectives would reveal that he had killed her in a drunken rage. Well, I have to tell you something. Well, I think I know why you took the computer. Why do you say? You, you all right? Go ahead. She's dead. Killed her, George. She's dead. I think you knew that already. No, I did not. She's dead. How the fuck is she dead? 
Because you killed her, George. How the fuck is she dead? Because you killed her. Oh my god. We're not here for any reason, George. She's dead? Yes. She's dead? Yes. She's dead? She's dead. How? How? I already told you how. You already told us how as well. How is she dead? You just told us. How is she dead? How is she dead? I didn't strangle her. I didn't do I, I didn't fucking hit her. I don't even know. I don't. She's dead? Yes. How the fuck is she dead? Oh my god. We're serious, George. That's why we. That's why you took the computer, isn't it? No. Because you had threats to kill her on that from a past email. Because she hooked up with a player from UNC. I never. I said that. I, I never. Like that was just like the the the. the you say the moment. Yeah. Last night. Last night was he the moment too, wasn't it? You went in there to talk with her, but it got out of control, right, George? The alcohol got a hold of you. You kicked in her door. She started to fight with you. You punched her in the head, or you cracked her head. You cracked her head. You cracked her head in the window or in the in the wall. She is. I ain't BSing you right now. It's serious. I want to see. I want to see her. George, look at me. George, she is dead. You are not here to dance with us. You're you're here because she's dead. The alcohol. I don't believe it. I don't believe it's true, dude. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I did it. I didn't hurt her. Listen to listen to me. I didn't hurt her. Listen to me. You probably didn't mean to hurt. I didn't hurt her. You went in there, you kicked the door, and she got a little feisty. You either punched her or you smacked her head a little into the concrete, and then you held her down on the pillow because that's what no, that I you did. Never on the pillow. I've never on the bed. Okay. I never held her down. I never. I never suffocated. I never did anything. I. I don't believe that she's dead. How did you? How did, I don't believe that she's dead. How I she, don't believe that she's did, dead. Did you punch her? Did you hit her? How? She's, there's there's no way she's dead. There's, she's not dead. I didn't. I never did anything like this. Like that she's gonna be dead. Listen to me. She's not dead. Did you punch her or did? No, I never. I never. No. Did you hold her hand into the wall? Did you crack it? No. Did you is her head her, cracked? Did you smack her head in the wall? No. She's not dead. She's not dead. You guys said she has a black eye and a, a bump on her head. She has those things. But uh, she's not. She, she, she's not dead. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I did not. All right. Let's let's calm down. I did not like hurt her. Like she's she's not dead. Calm down, then, George. Okay. Tell me she's not dead. Tell me okay. she she she's not dead. I, I want you to calm down right now. Okay. Right. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't. Even, I never did anything that would that could do that to her. Well, let's just let's calm. I never did anything that could do that to her. I swear to God, I never did anything that could do that to her. I never. No, I don't. I I I refuse to believe that that she's dead because there's no way that anything that happened last night could kill her. As you can hear, George is having a difficult time grasping the fact that he killed Yardley Love. He either genuinely had no idea the extent in which he had beat her, or he is just a great actor. Just, just out of protocol, what we gotta do is stand up for you. Go ahead, put your hands behind your back. Turn around. Relax. 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 Maybe we're. Tell me she's not dead. Tell me she's not dead, though, please. 
Can you tell me she's not dead? Relax. Please, can you tell me You know what? I wish I could tell you that, George. 22 year old. 22. And her life is done. Oh my God. Kill me. How's she doing that? How's she choosing every time? I cannot do anything like that. I did not do anything. I could kid I could have killed her. You you are you do realize you're under arrest. I realize okay. that. Alright, we're gonna consult with the Commonwealth Attorney on the proper charge, but it's gonna be related to her death, so make sure you understand. She's dead. Okay. She's dead. Oh, there's no way. Oh my god, there's no way she could be dead. There's no way. Oh my god. There's no way, there's no way, there's no way. I don't believe that. It's true. I don't. I mean, we just want to help, help us understand what happened last night, George. Start, start over from the beginning. What, I'm what, not what happened to you. Everything I said to you was so true. I've not lied to you about anything. Well, she she had a t-shirt on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm most confident. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Was her t-shirt not on when? When we're not gonna take. We're not. Help us understand what happened last night, George. Go through it again. I told you everything. I told you. I told you everything. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I don't even believe it yet. I do not believe it. I do not believe it. I don't believe it. Okay. There's no way. There's no way, sir. sir. There's no way he's dead. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It's true, George. How? How would it have? There's no. No way. There's no way she could be dead. Why do you think you're sitting here in handcuffs? For 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 a navy for for what you guys said were assault charges. She's dead. I can't. I'm not. I'm not lying to you. You would have said murder charges if you were lying. If you were honest with me, you would have said murder she, she, charges. She was assaulted. You would have said murder they charges. You said I would have murdered her. You would have said I I murdered. Did she die this morning? Afterward, I can't tell you one. I know, but I, I listen. I didn't murder. I didn't murder. I didn't. I know she's not dead. 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 There's no way she's dead. There's no way she's dead. There's no way. There can't be any way she's dead. There can't be any way that she's dead. Sir, I'm telling you, there's no way she's dead. You have to be lying to me. Tell me you're lying to me. Tell me you're lying to me. How is she dead? How is she dead? How? What did she die from? We're going to find that out. What did she die from? We're going we're gonna to find out. I can't make that determination. Sir, sir. Either the head trauma or asphyxiation. There was no asphyxiation. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and I know you've, you've told me the truth, but... I think you know, there may be some parts of the email. I'm not sure. I'm not. And then how, did her, then how did she get all that head trauma? From banging. I don't believe that. I don't believe she banged her own head in the wall, man. When the rest of you, it's a, I don't believe she's that. 
I don't believe she's dead. I don't believe she's dead. I don't believe it. There's no way she's dead. There's no way she's dead. There's no way. Dude, she has to be alive. She has to. There's no way. She wanted to be. There's no way. There's no way. Last time I saw her, she was not dead. She was not dead. There's never. What was she doing the last time you saw her? She was like, she was like standing up with me. She was standing up with me. She was standing up with me, looking at me. Was she standing or holding you? She were holding was standing her. up, looking at me. Okay. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Sir, I don't believe it. Sir, sir, please tell me you're fine. I'm not lying. Oh, she's dead. Sir, how is she dead? How? That's what, how? I, that's what, I, want you, that's what I want you to come How? How? You know how. How? No, I didn't. No, no, no. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. I. Why didn't you know? Look, she's not dead. She's not dead. <sighs> she's not dead. I know she's not dead. I know it got out of control last night, George. She's not dead. She's not dead. I know she's not dead. I know. Oh, how do you know that she's not dead? I You cannot be dead. You're not lying to me either, are you? You're not lying. No. She's dead? Yes. Oh my god. I know, 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 I I never hit, no, I mean, did maybe, maybe on the ground, no. Did you smack her head, maybe lay her on the bed so she could kind of relax? No, 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 no. Well, you didn't punch her because, you know, I don't think you would have done that. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I still do not believe it. So... <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Because you came in and said you were filing a soul charge, which makes sense, but that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. She was assaulted and she died. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. And you were there. This happened when you were there. I need... Now's the time to man up, George. Tell me what happened. I told you what happened. I told you what happened. I told you what happened. What happened to get I told you what happened. I told you what happened. How did it get out of control? It didn't. I told you what happened. It didn't get out of control. She's not dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. There's no way she's dead. There's no way I can do it. No way. No way. 
When George Hughley was arrested for the murder of Yardley Love, it sent shockwaves through the area. Residents of the area were in disbelief. What was done to Yardley is the most egregious violation of trust. This is a community that is founded upon and believes in honor. But there was no honor in the violent attack that took her life. At first, George Hughley was charged with first-degree murder, which at this degree level means that this killing was premeditated. By January of 2012, George would be given five additional charges, grand larceny, burglary, entering a house with the intent to commit a felony, robbery of a residence, burglary, and felony murder. Hughley's trial lasted a little over two weeks. During the proceedings, experts would discuss the extent of Yardley's injuries. According to them, she died of blunt force trauma to the head. She was hit so hard and with such force that blood vessels within her brain twisted, and this caused her brain to hemorrhage. She also had multiple wounds to her face and neck, indicating possible strangulation or smothering. She had visible scrapes to her chin as well, bruising on her cheek, and her one eye was swollen shut. Simply put, she was beaten to death. Despite what Hughley said, that he just shook her and may have pushed her, the evidence proved otherwise. The jury took nine hours to deliberate George Hughley's fate. On February 22, 2012, the jury came back with a guilty verdict. Hughley would be convicted of second-degree murder and grand larceny. During his sentencing hearing on August 30, 2012, George Hughley would receive 23 years in prison for the second-degree murder of Yardley Love and one year for grand larceny. Both of these sentences would be served concurrently. According to the Virginia Department of Corrections, George Hughley is set to be released from prison on May 30, 2030. He will be about 42 years old when released. Former University of Virginia lacrosse player George Hughley has been sentenced to 26 years in prison for the murder of his ex-girlfriend Yardley Love. Jurors rejected prosecutors' call, though, for a sentence of life in prison. It is no surprise that soon after the sentence was given, George Hughley and his legal team began to appeal his conviction. It was argued that his right to counsel was violated when one of the attorneys missed a day in court due to an illness. It was also argued that some of the language during the court proceedings was not explained properly to the jury, painting George in a biased and negative light. By 2014, the Court of Appeals ruled against George Hughley and denied his appeal. It is hard to imagine what the Love family feels about this conviction. The law is such a strange thing to wrap one's head around. Is this sentencing adequate? Yardley Love will never graduate from college. She will never be with her family again. And yet, in a little over a decade, George Hughley will breathe freedom after murdering her in a rage. Is that right? Or is it wrong? Should George Hughley be given a second chance? Will he be a different person when he walks out of prison in 2030? Only time will tell. Sharon Love would file a wrongful death suit against George Hughley and a separate civil suit against UVA's head lacrosse coach, Dom Starzia, both for $29 million. However, by 2018, both cases were either dropped or dismissed by the court. The Love family will never forget what happened to Yardley, and they have made it their mission in life to ensure what happened to her 
never happens to anyone else again. The family would create the One Love Foundation. The purpose of this foundation is to educate people about what is and isn't healthy in a relationship, to raise awareness about warning signs of abuse, and to also provide people help on getting assistance when they are attempting to leave an abusive relationship. How important is it to you that this message gets out there? It's, it's so important to us. It's, um, to me, it's so personally important because it's keeping Yardley's memory alive. And we feel like we're doing something good since she didn't get to live her life out and fulfill so many of her dreams. We hope to do so much good in her name because I know she would have. You know, you talk about the celebrities and you hear about them in the news and the tabloids all the time. Why do you think an effort like this is important for everyday people? young women thank you that, it's, it affects everyone one in three people will be abused one in three girls will be abused in their lifetime and statistically i just it's you think of the statistic but you don't it doesn't really hit home and actually when the trial was going on and they were picking jurors in charlottesville one out of three of the jurors had been touched in some way mm -hmm. by domestic violence and that really brought it home to me more physically sitting there seeing all of these people that had been touched that way and so we hope to combat it and we hope to change attitudes about domestic violence. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Apex and the Abyss. If you would like to reach out you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also submit episode requests to apexandabyss at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, you can do that in many ways. You can give the show a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. You can head on over to Patreon to become a monthly donor for as little as $1 a month. You can buy show merchandise on tpublic.com, or you can submit a one-time donation at apexandabyss.com. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Have a great week, everyone. Until next time. It's the time of year for renewal, for new beginnings, and yet we have come to grieve the ending of a young life, of Yardley Love's life. My hope for Yardley and for you is that her dying inspires an anger a sense of outrage that engenders determination here and wherever Yardley's name is recognized, that no woman, no person in this place, this community, this state, need ever fear for her safety.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.